Welcome to the Jaguar Podcast, a show where we discuss all things related to Duval County's finest NFL football team, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Duval, baby! What's up, everybody? It's Andrew from the Jaguar Podcast, and today I have special guest Jacksonville Jaguars running back James Stewart. James Stewart played college football at the University of Tennessee from 1991 to 1994. He is the third highest rusher for Tennessee with 2,890 yards and second highest for touchdowns with 35. He was drafted by the Jaguars in the first round the 19th pick overall and played for the Jaguars from 1995 to 1999, amassing 2,951 yards rushing and 38 total touchdowns. He also holds a record for touchdowns in a game for the Jags with five. And he would also go on to play for the Detroit lions from 2000 to 2002, having two seasons where he rushed for a thousand over a thousand yards. Give it up for the great James Stewart. James, thanks so much for taking the time to come on the show. Really appreciate it. Oh, thanks for having me. So, James, you played for a lot of uh, great coaches there. You had Philip Fulmer in, in Tennessee. Um, you had Tom Coughlin in Jacksonville. And then you played for the great Bobby Ross as well. Which coach really had the most impact on you as a player? Wow. Uh, well, I think they all did. Um, you know, I learned a lot from all of them. Um, you know. Uh, Coach Foreman uh, taught me um, early on that, you know, my services just because I was a running back, uh, you know, they needed me to play other things. Uh, you know, sometimes guys don't understand that. But then, you know, he, he showed me the value in playing certain special teams because, you know, when you have teams, you want all you want your, your best players out there doing other things on special teams as well. That's why you see one or two of the Jaguars starting players. They'll be playing on some kind of special teams. So he, he taught me the value in that. Um, coach Coffin was just a, you know, a, a tough-minded, hard-nosed coach. And I'm, I'm used to playing for people like that, from coaches like that. And uh, I, I, I do better when, you know, uh, when somebody's driving me and pushing me. And so Coach Coffin definitely did that. And then Coach Ross, he just let me be who I was. He just let me be who I was. I'd already been in the league uh, five years. Um, by the time I got to him, he already saw what he, he saw in me and, and what I could provide to the Lions, and uh, he let me come in and just be me. It's, it's amazing that you played for the, for just so many great coaches, and, and uh, the, the influence they, they had on you as a player was, was just super helpful. Um, you know, you played alongside Hall of Fame quarterback Peyton Manning at the University of Tennessee in, in 94. What was that like, and did you feel like you witnessed kind of the greatness early on? Uh, yeah, I mean, when, when he first came in, you know, he wasn't our starting quarterback. We had a fifth-year senior um, by Jerry by the name of Jerry Colquitt who had uh, earned the spot. And so, uh, you know, we went out to UCLA to play our first game, and uh, Jerry got hurt within the first couple of minutes of the game. Uh, and then Peyton, you know, took over from there. But we had also another quarterback, which was the second uh, quarterback uh, in the nation that year. They both came to Tennessee. His name was James Stewart, but he had to go by Brandon because I was already there. Uh, but, uh, you know, Peyton right away showed the skills and, and just the maturity. Uh, even at that young age coming in as a freshman, he, sh he showed the maturity and, and eventually won the job out. 
and then they just to get to play with him for one year, I could see the greatness and the talent in him, and uh, it, it was fun playing with him. Yeah, and I imagine just to be there, you know, and to to, to witness that is 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 an amazing thing. You know, you, you got the nickname Little Man, and um, you know anyone who's watched you play knows that that that's not obviously not true. Six one, two hundred twenty five pounds. Just kind of curious, how how did you get that nickname? Uh, well, when I was about five years old, my dad, he had put me on his knee and he, he was just calling me daddy's little man. And he just, they, my family members just started calling me little man from that mo- moment on. And then, you know, the community called me little man, my teachers, everybody called me little man. That's just how it started. And, uh, uh, it all went all the way through high school and even went to college. So, uh, and even when I first got here at first, they were calling me little man over the, <laughs> over the announcement when they would announce the names coming out and coach Coughlin he said he didn't want any nicknames. So that's how, <laughs> that's how that stopped here because, uh, they, they would have been calling me that here as well. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. You know, I had uh, your teammate Natron means on the show and, you know, Chris Berman, famous ESPN announcer. He had a couple of nicknames for him. You know, Refried Means was one of them. And then I think it evolved into a Natron Means business. And uh, that was always kind of, it's funny to, funny to hear that. Um, and I would watch him, you know, commentate and kind of re- do highlights for your plays. And he would, uh, he would uh, say, you know, it's a wonderful, wonderful touchdown. But uh, yeah, yeah, I always yeah. wondered if he ever, <laughs> did he ever come up with any nick- more nicknames for you or, no, that was the one that I think that I heard the most was just the, the Jimmy Stewart thing. You know, it's <laughs> wonderful life. And uh, he used to say that a lot. But, yeah, that that's the only one that I heard him say. <laughs> All right. So you, you, you had a lot of great moments when you played for the Jags. Um, you know, you guys went to two AFC championships, just a ton of great plays there. Were there any particular moment? Was there any particular moment for you that stood out as, as a Jaguar? Yeah, man. I mean, there's so many of them uh, during that time. You know, like you said, we we, we did a lot of winning, man, and uh, it was exciting uh, just to be a part of it. Uh, I think when I scored in the AFC Championship game in '99, uh, man, that was just uh, that was that was something I, you know, uh, to to score a touchdown in the AFC Championship game. Uh, it was it was just uh, you know the epitome of just the highlight of that that year, but. I was just so many. It's just one that I picked out there. But I mean, I really, all those moments. Um, um, and I know I talk to the guys now. Sometimes when I see them when they come back, or I see them, you know, in, in, in transit or us traveling from, some, from somewhere to another, uh, it's, it's all about camaraderie. It's all about missing the locker room. Uh, really, when it comes down to it, uh, yeah, there's moments and people do stuff on the field, and, and that's great. And there's highlights for that. But when they really talk about it, it's really like missing the guys and the camaraderie. Yeah, I mean, there is there there are a lot of moments. I mean, for me, again, like you said, when you scored in the, in the '99 AFC Championship game, also I think you had one the the week before that against Miami, where you guys crushed them. I think it was like sixty-two yeah. to seven. Six, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. Uh, and then you had that amazing game where you had five touchdowns against the the Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, that was that was amazing. I, I'm sure that one was uh, was definitely up there for you as well. Oh yeah, and that that and 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 what people don't well that situation was is it could have easily have been six touchdowns. And that's not, I'm not talking about it like, oh, I could have had six touchdowns. It's just the way the game worked out. You know, I didn't start that game out. Natron was in, in the game. He got hurt. 
I came in and, um, you know, the, the day was it was. But you don't, you know, you don't get those types of days without the offensive line blocking, without everybody doing their part and doing their job. And that's how you end up having days like that. But, you know, I had the five touchdowns and we were up first and goal on the one yard line and coach took me out. So if I would have stayed in the game, I probably would have had six touchdowns and then had the all-time record for the NFL record for most touch, rushing touchdowns in a game. So that's a little little tidbit there that uh, that uh, I know Coach Coughlin, <laughs> when we think about that again, I'll be like, I, I should have asked him. I should have just told him, hey, Coach, I'm going in to get this six one. Oh, man. Well, I mean, you still hold the record for Jaguars, though. So, I mean, yeah, five yeah. touchdowns there. But, uh, <laughs> no, it, it was good, man. And, and like I said, it's all, it's all about team and uh, – that's how you have days like that. Yeah. Yeah. And you guys had a great offensive line. I mean, Tony Baselli, um, I mean, amazing player. Just, I mean, he could do it all. I mean, they, they would pull him and he would just open up a hole. You could, you could run a freight train through some of those holes. Yeah. Uh, Tony, Tony was, uh, he was, he was a special guy and, uh, and I liked his tenacity. He, he always used to look at me. He used to tell me, he goes, I know they know we're coming right here, but we're going to go anyway. <laughs> and that's what we did. A lot of times that we just went where they knew we were coming, they still couldn't stop it. So uh, that that's the type of player he was. Yeah, and then he he made that he made it into the Hall of Fame too as well. That was a, a, yeah. a huge deal. Big uh, deal. Yep. You know you um you finished your career up in Detroit. I was just curious what 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 made you want to return back to uh to Jacksonville. Well, you know I never really left here. I, my house I stayed here. I I just would come back in the off season when I went to Detroit. But um, it's it's really kind of was the best place for me. Uh, it was it was always a, a blessing. Uh, you know, I, I think God realized where where I needed to be, um, and He put me because I'm a small town kid. So I think it was good for me to come to Jacksonville because even though Jacksonville is the largest uh, city land wise, it's really got a small town feel to it because it's so segmented, and so uh, you, you, it's not like a big city or, you know, a lot of stuff going on. So it allowed me to, to, to ease into the NFL. Um, and, um, and it was just a, a quiet culture basically. And, um, so, so I, I'm thankful for that. I came here. Um, you know, I'm not saying, I don't know what would have happened if I'd have went to a major city, but you know, I was a country boy, so I don't really know. I wouldn't have known much about that and I would have to learn fast. So this allowed me to grow up a little bit more without having to you know, the traps and the and the pitfalls of all the stuff that comes with, you know, being in a big city. Yeah, exactly. You know, I, I used to live in Orange Park, James, so definitely uh, I know what you're saying there. And it's just, it's beautiful. Um, Jacksonville is just a really nice place. Mm -hmm. uh, was just curious also, you know, the Jags made the playoffs, um, you know, this, this year. Um, amazing run there. A lot of people weren't expecting it, including myself. And, um, I was just kind of curious, what was the vibe? What was the vibe like there, you know, during that time? Oh, when we made the playoffs? Yeah. In Jackson. Oh, man, it was, it was crazy. I mean, it was, you know, because, you know, they, first of all, just getting the team here. And then on top of that, uh, then the team wins. And we only had one losing season, you know. So five years I was here, we, the first year was the only really season that we didn't really do anything where the, the fans could come and cheer you on. So it was really a love affair between the city and the, and the, and the uh, Jags, really, to be honest with you. And, uh, you know, we were out and about a lot. We were, you know, people could come up and talk to us. And, you know, times have changed with social media now, so you can't really get carried away with that too much. 
But back then, you could because social media wasn't around and uh, the, the fans could get close to you. And, and we would be out and about in the city. So uh, it was just one of those times. It was a magical time. And uh, and that's why a lot of people remember those times because it's it some of the great great times of the Jaguar history. Yeah, and I remember, like you said, that the it had been what the second year of of the the Jags in, being in existence as a, as a football team, and you guys make the playoffs. You had some incredible games there, beating what was it, the Bills and the Wild Card, and then you know, the Broncos. To yeah, go to yep. Denver. I mean that. Yep, and almost pulled it off and with the Patriots to go to the Super Bowl. We we was there. Yeah. Yeah, the, the Patriots and the Titans. I don't know what it is about those two teams, but uh, we'll. <laughs> <laughs> well, now we got over the hump last year. Now we won yep. at their place, which we hadn't done. Yeah, we hadn't done. We hadn't won at their place, so I knew that was a different feeling. A different feeling when they when they won up there in Tennessee. I'm like, okay, this is this is a different day. We got that off of our back now. Now we know how to deal with Tennessee. So and and then the outcome came when we played them here as well. So. Yeah, and I can imagine just the the fans in Jacksonville, you know, just were going crazy this year. Just with, I mean, a cuff, yeah. I mean, everybody, tough... everybody's looking so forward to uh, the, the the upcoming season. They really are, uh, and you know, you know, with the addition of all the new players and Calvin Ridley coming, and uh, just a connection with see what him and Trevor Lawrence can do. Uh, it just adds another dimension to to the team, and I, I just think everybody's excited about what what we can be. Absolutely. Um, just want to close out here, uh, James, with one last question. Um, what would be your advice to a young aspiring athlete who wants to make it in the pros? Wow. I guess my advice would be uh, never think that you know it all. Always know that you have to work. You're going to have to put in work every day. Um, never rest on what you've done. You're going to have to prove yourself over and over again, but that's this part of it. Um, there's going to be ups and downs. There's going to be times when, you know, you get yelled at or whatever for what it, but you have to just keep pushing through those things and keep trying to get better. The, the one thing that, that I know for sure is, is that it doesn't matter where you get drafted. The league is, is unforgiving. Uh, you'll be in and out before you know it. If you don't stay true to who you are, if you don't have a work ethic, and you don't keep going out there and trying to prove yourself every day. All right. Well, that's great advice, James. Thanks so much for taking the time to come on the show. I uh, wish you uh, and and your family the best. All right. Thank you, man. Thank you. Let me get that. coming up with the big Quarterbacks be where we on the prowl. Game day, night, you could hear it in our ground. Intimidation on to keep their hearts racing, meeting other teams live on TV front of the nation. Spectacular defensive This episode is available on the Jaguar Podcast YouTube channel. So if you stop by, make sure to subscribe and give this video a like. Also, these episodes are available on iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and other major podcast distributors as well. So if you don't mind, please leave me a review and some feedback. I'd really appreciate that. If you'd like to connect with me on social media, my Twitter handle is at Jaguar Podcast. I'm also on Facebook and Instagram. This is Andrew signing off. Cheers. Yeah.